Welcome back to episode eight of the Bench Press Podcast. As always, we got the founding fathers in the studio. We got myself, Bennett Snyder. We got Wesley Statman Minky over to my right. How we doing? We got Cameron Robertson Crab across from me. What's up? And as always, we got producer Timmy to my left. What up, boys? I'm going to take a different direction to start this episode. You do that, buddy. It's about damn time we thank our listeners mm-hmm. to start an episode. We do it at the end. Guys, we cannot explain how thankful we are for how great episode seven did. So let's clap it up for our listeners. Episode seven doing great right now. We're really happy with it. James Camden, great interview. He did a great job marketing for us as well. We got a bit of a Joey Burrow jersey giveaway going on. That's happening tonight in the Thursday night game. We're going to be at that game. Oh. As always, you guys are listening on Friday, so yeah, but we film on Thursday. Night. So we're going to see how that goes. Who knows? We might be giving out a Joe Burrow jersey, but... The energy around bench press media right now, it's great. And we can't thank you guys enough. Thank you, listeners. I hate when you do that voice, by the way. Same. It's beautiful. It's Retweet. Such a copycat. I can't understand what he's trying to do. It's it's, he's just voice. doing it because Pat McAfee show. Yeah, it's uh, beautiful. That's all he's doing. No he's free ads. Let's go ahead and get into it. Listen, no shout outs. As always, the bench press podcast presented by Max's Meals. Carb, do you want to say it? What the hell are you doing if you're not checking it out? Check it the hell out, man. Great people, great organization. Max Meyer. What are you doing? Like, just give it a look. Give it a look. That's all we're asking. Give it a look. So, as always, with our Friday episode, we're going to start with some college football. This might be the greatest week of college football we've had all year. Great matchups this week. I'm going to start just by a little personal bias here. We've got Kentucky at home at Kroger Field against 3-1 Florida. Now... This game is sold out. This is the first time Kentucky sold out a home game in a while. I don't know the exact day when they sold out a last game, but my guess is when Kentucky was ranked number eight and Georgia was ranked number three. I'm a little worried about how this color theme is working out because, you know, you look at teams like Penn State who do a whiteout. Kentucky's doing something different here. Half the stadium is supposed to be wearing blue. Half the stadium is supposed to be wearing white. I don't know how it's going to look. I'm interested to see how it's going to look. But Kentucky opening as an eight and a half point underdogs. They're four and zero. What are we thinking about this game? I mean, you say it every week. You think Kentucky should be ranked, right? This is their chance to go out and prove it here. They got a home game against a top ten team that almost gave out their only losses. What two points? Two to points Alabama. to Alabama. It's a huge prove it game for Kentucky. Obviously, if they win, they're five and zero. I would say they're firmly in the top twenty five. They're in the top 25 of the coaches poll, but not the AP. I mean, if Kentucky really wants to contend in that SEC, which is an absolute gauntlet this year, this is the first test. And, you know, it's always interesting. Kentucky, for a while, never played Florida close. Never. But ever since Kentucky got a win in Gainesville, it's felt like this matchup has gotten closer and closer. Granted, Florida has not been that great as of recently under Dan Mullen. They're getting better. It looks like this is probably their best team since Dan Mullen's gotten there. But this Kentucky team, I say it every week, is solid. It's going to depend on how good Will Levis has played. He looked great in week one, hasn't looked fantastic since. It's going to come down to Will Levis, and can he get the ball to Josh Lee and Wondell Robinson? I'm excited Heisman to see. Will Levis. <laughs> We've slowed down on the Heisman. We'll let us, that Tim. Really quick. I really think it's going to come down to the turnover battle because if Will Levis takes care of the football, most importantly, even if he's just getting the ball out quick to his playmakers, that's going to be big. 
Florida's quarterback, Emory Jones, is pretty turnover prone. Four touchdowns, five mm. picks this year. Yeah, that's a lot of picks. I feel like if Kentucky can control the ball, that's going to be the biggest thing. I think their O-line is going to be a huge key because if they can run the football and get Chris Rodriguez going, then I think they're going to win this football game, honestly. As for the defensive side of the ball, I'm really looking for how UK can slow down Florida's rush game. Because like we said, Emory Jones, not great through the air, but Florida as a team averages 322 rushing yards a game. That's pretty damn good. So can Kentucky's defense slow down Florida? I expect this one to be lower scoring. I'm not exactly sure what the over-under uh, over is at 55. I like this one to be pretty low scoring, which is also why I'm taking Kentucky plus 8.5 in this one. I hate to say it, but I've got the Gators winning. It hurts. It's going to be a close one. I've maybe got Florida. It's going to be flip-flop of Kentucky score last week. I've got Florida 16, Kentucky 10. I think Wondell Robinson is going to be a huge factor in this game. If he, can, if he gets involved and involved well, Kentucky's going to have a good chance to win the game. I, I don't know if they're going to win the game. I don't think they will. I'll go Florida 31, Kentucky 24. So you've got a higher scoring one. You've got it right at 55. Yeah. Okay. What are we thinking, Crop? Kentucky's been interesting with how the defense has played. Florida, obviously, in that game against Alabama, let up three touchdowns in the first quarter and then 10 points through the rest of the game. It'll be interesting to see how the defenses play. I do think with these potentially high-powered offenses, it will be more of a high-scoring game like Wes says. It really kind of depends on how Will Levis plays. I think how Kentucky performs in this game falls on his shoulders. I think Florida's going to come out and play well no matter how well Emory Jones plays just because they're that talented of a team. But Levis has to shoulder the load for the Cats. I could see Florida winning 28-24, but I do think it's going to be close. Close. Tim, what are we thinking? I like the Cats in this matchup. Woo! I really do. Gosh, now I feel bad against going. Because it's interesting because we keep talking about Emory Jones, Will Levis. I believe not even just being a U.K. homer, Will Levis is a better quarterback than Emory Jones. I completely agree, and I'm not, I am not. don't give a shit about either team. I think everyone in America <laughs> like, agrees with that. Yeah. The numbers back that up and everything. The only thing Emory Jones has, he's a better runner. I think that the U.K. O-line is going to. God, they've looked good this year. They've looked really good this year, anchored by Quentin Wilson in the middle. They're going to move the ball. I think Chris Rodriguez is going to go for a lot. I honestly think they're going to, that Kentucky is going to control the football and they're going to win the 17 to 10. You like I, a low scoring game? I like a low scoring yeah. game. I don't see the pass game getting too involved. Maybe one, like maybe just one passing touchdown between both quarterbacks. It's going to be a ground and pound type of football game. Old, old school SEC football. Yeah, which is why West Pointer on getting Wandale Robinson the football. He's so versatile. I actually enjoy it when they give him the ball in the run game as far as jet sweeps and stuff like that. So. That game's definitely going to be interesting. I'm rooting for my Cats, but Tim's the only one going with the Cats. Let's see if it works out. Let's go over to Wes's team over here, Ohio State. And you say the city. I know you love it. Piscataway. What a city. They're playing Rutgers on the road. Rutgers is a team who has really kind of turned around their program. They've been re they've been solid as of recently. Mm -hmm. Solid this year. Are we liking the Buckeyes in this one? I do. I like the Buckeyes a lot. They need to have a prove-it game, and this is one of those games where it's going to be some sort of prove-it game. Rutgers played Michigan very close. A lot of people said Michigan should have wiped Rutgers, and they didn't. They played them very tight. I I mean, I say it every week, but Travion Henderson has to be involved. C.J. Stroud starting in this game? For On the track. He is, yes. On track so to start. Supposedly, okay. that's what Ryan Day is saying. He's going to start. Doesn't surprise me. Um, I mean, Olave has not been involved at all in the past two. I guess he had a touchdown last game, but it was on one of those like little flip passes. He hasn't been involved at all. 
need to get Olave back to, back involved. Garrett Wilson's got to stay involved in the game. But Travion Henderson, if he plays well, the Buckeyes will roll. I think Ohio State wins, and I think they win comfortably. Who has the shorter lease, leash? Sorry, C.J. Stroud in this one, or Tim with his girlfriend? Yikers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with I him. Mean, I'm going to go with him. I had no idea that that's where you're going. Yeah, when I started that, 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 that is uncalled for. That is uncalled for. That's pretty Jeez, good. Man. So, who are you going with in that? Oh, I said Tim for you sure. You said Tim. Yeah, okay, but how short is sure. CJ Stroud's leash in this one? I, if he comes honestly, out slow, maybe throws an interception early, yeah. could we see Kyle McCord in this game? I think we could, but it's not likely. I mean, especially the way last week when Ryan Day says, in emergency situations, Stroud will be on the field. So I think that's kind of like his way of saying, when things go rough, I trust Stroud the most. I think McCord played well. I think he looked good last Was week. Was against Akron, though. Right. That's what I'm saying. So you can't really judge that too much, but mm. I think Stroud's mm. I think Stroud's yeah. a better player. Stroud, go ahead, Stroud played Tulsa and looked like dog shit. So I do think Tulsa's a better team than Akron, though. Yeah. So give me a score prediction here, Wes. Um, I think Ohio State wins comfortably, as I said. I think it's a lot higher scoring. Both defenses aren't fantastic. Rutgers is a little better defense, but I'd go Ohio State 38, Rutgers 21. I could be wrong, but this spread's also 8.5, correct? Uh, oh, 15. Wow. 15. Yeah. Holy uh, shmoly. Rutgers is 3-0 and against the spread this year. Yes. I like yeah, Rutgers got 20 Knights. points last week at Michigan. Ohio State is 2-2, two and two, and Rutgers is 3-1, and one, I believe, against the spread. Uh, Ohio State is one two against the spread. Rutgers yeah. is three and zero against the spread. On the Tulsa game, what was it called? Yeah, they played four games. How can you be? They pushed Minnesota at fourteen. They did. Fourteen, really? Yeah. Fourteen. Yep. Wow. Go ahead, Crop. Score Anyways. prediction. Um, I don't want to disagree with everything you just said, but I'm going to. <laughs> I don't think Ohio State's great. C.J. Stroud stinks. Kyle McCord should be on the field if Ohio State wants to legitimately have a chance to compete this season. I get it's Akron, but Tulsa lost to a goddamn FCS team, and C.J. Stroud still looked pretty bad. I don't understand if his shoulder... I don't understand how his shoulder could heal well enough in a, in a week that he's ready to go against a tough Big Ten test on the road. I think you roll with McCord. This Rutgers defense is better than you think. They held Blake Corum last week to 68 yards on 21 carries. In the big house, Cade McNamara only attempted 16 passes. Granted, it was for 163 yards. So it's going to be on Stroud's shoulders because it looks like Rutgers is going to sell out to stop the run, especially with the Buckeyes' explosive backfield. I don't think it'll be as high scoring and as much of a blowout as Wes thinks. I think Ohio State can and should win the game, but I wouldn't be surprised if the score ended up being something similar to the tune of 24-17 Buckeyes. Yeah, I like the score from Michigan, Ohio State, or Michigan Rutgers last week to translate into this one because the only way Rutgers has a chance in this one is if their defense plays well. Their offense isn't going to outscore Ohio State's offense if it's a shootout. So it comes down to the defense. And if you're asking me honestly, without my hatred for Ohio State coming out, if I was betting on one of these defenses to be better than the other, I would probably side with Rutgers having the better defense. Michigan's shown that they've had a pretty good offense early in this season. Rutgers outgained them in every aspect of the game except passing yards. They had seven less, and they held Michigan to four for 11 on third down. I think to be completely fair, this Ohio State offense is 0% like the Michigan offense, though. I mean, At every level, Ohio State is better at the offensive wow. level than Michigan. You think Trey Wide Henderson's better than Corum? Wide receivers are triple, triple. 
I think he is. I honestly believe that. He thinks I think Trey Trayvon Henderson. Henderson's the Heisman winner. So. I think he should be in the conversation at least. Okay, well, let me sneak out my score prediction here. I'm going to take the Buckeyes, but this kind of feels like what I said my lock of the week last week was, which was West Virginia plus 17 against it's Oklahoma. Rutgers 15. 15 feels like way too much it's for too Ohio much State because, I mean, I get it. They destroyed Akron last week, but they only beat Tulsa by 21. They lost to Oregon, and they only beat Minnesota by 14. I actually believe Rutgers is a better team than Minnesota, so I've got this game being a 10-point game. I like the under 58. I'm going to go Ohio State 30, Rutgers 20. Tim? It's a Greg Schiano revenge game, too. It can't, is. Can't forget about the Schiano man. Uh, de- like he was The last time the Buckeyes' defense was dominant, he was the defensive coordinator, and I really think that this Scarlet Knight defense is going to be pretty tough on uh, C.J. Stroud. And... I lo- and for Drew Young's sake, the Buckeyes better win. We're not yeah. going to go into detail on why Drew Young needs a but win here. But let's just pray to God that Ohio State pulls one out. That is true. Hey, I'm going to go over to Crab with this one. Who's on the hotter seat here? Okay. Hit me. Ryan Day mm-hmm. or Zach Taylor? Mm. Random question. Ryan Day or Zach Taylor? Who's more on the hot seat? I don't it's not even a I think question. They're both dude. very safe. You don't think Ryan Ta- Ryan Day's in the hot uh, seat? No, I think Kerry Combs on the hot seat. I think Zach Taylor's seat gets colder by the day, but if the Bengals turn in, seems any to sort me of like Ryan Day has a bit of a culture issue at Ohio State. I don't think he does. I think it's one player. Bit of a yeah. culture issue. I don't know. I look into Stroud. it. Go ahead, Tim. I think that there's a better chance that Ryan Day leaves Ohio State to coach the Bengals than there uh, no, is, yes. boo, than there is boo, a chance of boo, than there boo. is a chance of Zach of Ryan Day getting fired from Ohio yes. State. Or let's just Ryan Day is not going to get fired. He will not. He cannot. Hypothetical. Urban Meyer leaves the Jags after one year. Says I want to come back to Ohio State. What happens? Uh, he becomes the defensive coordinator for Ohio State. He what? becomes the fucking head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yes. Let's move on. That Urban Meyer's never State called a defense moved, in his life. Ohio that was State blasphemous. Has moved on Let, that him. was blasphemous. Let's get into I mean, there are so many games I could call the game of the week this week. I don't even know which one to do. I, it has to be Arkansas, Georgia. I can't get past it. Has to be. I'm going to go Alabama Ole Miss. So let's I start. I agree with Alabama. Alabama Ole Miss. Ole Miss, my game. But gosh, there's three of them. And we're going to save the best for last as far as this show is concerned. So let's go to Alabama Ole Miss. The two Heisman front runners right now. <laughs> Who wins this one? Oh, 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 oh. I, I know I mentioned this pre-show before we aired. I've got to mention it now. The only way I see Ole Miss winning this game is Lane Kiffin contacting Nick Saban's daughter, getting in Nick Saban's head a little bit, you know, maybe breaking up another marriage with Lane. But wow, are we sure Lane isn't following Nick Saban's uh, daughter on Instagram? Now, could be a second fo- following on his account. I think he still is at one. Which still I'd like one. to bring up. This is a potentially big recruiting implication. Because I think we Arch heard, Manning may firmly be in front of his TV at 3.30 on Saturday. Because we heard Nick Saban try and recruit a little bit on that Manning Monday Night Football broadcast. He did say he'd love the coach of Manning. He would love the coach of Manning. Ole Miss, only follow, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin only follows one person on Instagram. It's Arch Manning. Don't let's, blame him. Let's not get too far off topic here. Alabama's 14.5-point favorites with an over-under of 79 in this one. God, they're expecting this to be a shootout. They're expecting both teams to get to 40. Wouldn't yeah. be shocked. It's going to be interesting. Alabama's just got to be the better team. I'm going to go Alabama 45, Ole Miss 31. I think this game's a lot tighter than you think it's going to be. I think Ole Miss's offense won't be stopped very easily, if at all. 
I think Alabama just needs to get to the point where they have to outscore them. I think they can do that. I just think they have to. I think it's a lot tighter. I'd have Ole Miss. What did you say the spread was in this one? It's uh, 14 and a half. I think Ole Miss. I think it's a 10-point game within 10 points for sure. I'd go Alabama 42, Ole Miss 34. A little 8-point game. game. Crob? I mean, we saw that Alabama's offense is able to get off to hot starts in that Florida game. We know what Matt Crown, the Mississippi offense, is able to do. Neither of these defenses have shown anything uh, in the terms of being able to stop a high-powered offense. I would not be shocked if both teams hit 40. I'm thinking Bama pulls away because their defense just has the slight edge over Ole Miss, and I think that's Ole Miss's one flaw with their team this year. I'm going to go tied 52-42. Okay, so you like the you like. Ole I think Miss it's going to be a high scoring game. You can't stop Matt Crowell from putting the football in the end zone, right. my friend. So you like the over, but Ole Miss covering. Got it, Tim. I like the Crimson Tide in this game. I think that they have probably maybe the three best players on the field at all times. Like that's just how much better this. Who would that be? Bryce Young, John Mechie, and. Um, their entire backfield, like Brian no matter Robinson, I think his name is. I think no Matt, Brian Robinson is amazing. They have an entire backfield that you plug any of them in, they're great. Their offensive line is probably the best in the country. What's that fucking linebacker's name for Alabama? Which one? Oh, the one that runs like a fucking Tua Ua or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Tua yeah. Tua Oto or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's a stud. Stud. Well, and it's nothing against Matt Corral or Ole Miss. I just don't think that they're on anywhere near the level that Alabama is. Alabama's the best team in the country, and I think that it's probably going to be not a cakewalk, but I think that they're going to come through and they're probably just going to wreck shit. So I'm going to go Alabama 49, Ole Miss 20. Wow, 29-point game crop. This is really intriguing to me that Tim's going to say this about his future quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Matt Corral. <laughs> like, it's, Let's it's, be real, that's Aaron Rodgers. Facts. I, <laughs> we'll I need something to, to believe in. We'll get to that later. Go ahead, Corral. Anything more? Just Matt Corral you're predicting going no, to the I just think these. I, I don't understand how Tim thinks that either of these teams are only going to get to 20 points. I mean, It's going to be interesting. I just think there's the offenses are simply too good. All right, let's move on to another great game. One where West thought it was game of the week. I still think that. We've got Georgia, Arkansas. Arkansas's hot. They are. But Georgia has proven that they can not only beat what was considered a best team in the country in Clemson, but then also beat certainly isn't. But can also beat one of the worst teams in the country Vanderbilt. By absolutely destroying them. So Georgia has not shown anything to me. That should make me Clemson, but that should no. They haven't shown anything to me. That would make me go against them. Okay. They have played well all year. And I know Arkansas has been playing well. I don't think Texas A&M is on the same level as Georgia, honestly. Georgia's in a level of their own with probably Bama. just Bama, to be completely honest. Um, I'm going to go Georgia in this one. I think it's pretty comfortable. I'm not exactly sure what the spread is in this one. 18 and a half. 18 and a half in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't think Arkansas's offense is very good. I like that. Over I'm under, gonna, over unders at forty eight too. I'm gonna go Georgia thirty eight, Arkansas seventeen. Okay. Uh I think the Arkansas's running game needs to be very involved. They're averaging two hundred and sixty one yards rushing per game. They're averaging four hundred and eighty yards per game. Georgia's averaging four hundred and fifty four yards per game, two hundred and seventy seven passing. 
So it's going to be tough. 267 yards allowed per game for Arkansas, 181 for Georgia. And like Krob said on last episode, Georgia averages five points given up per game. That's a very, very small number. It's going to be hard to score on them, but I think Arkansas's rush game is good enough to keep it close. I don't think it's within 18 and a half, but close. I'd go Georgia 38, Arkansas 10. So you think a 28-point game is a close game? No, I said I don't think it's close. I don't think it's an 18 and a half. I said. Well, you just said yeah, the rushing said- game's good enough to keep it close, then predicted they yeah, lose and by I 28. Yeah, I said I don't think it's within 18 Georgia and a half. George will squeak one out. George is going to sneak my one out by wording, 28 my, points. My exact, wording, <laughs> my exact wording was, Let's hear it again. I think their running game is good enough to keep it close, okay. but I don't think it's within 18 and a half. So that's, that's, that's just a contradictory statement. So you're saying a 19. I'm saying so I you're think saying they're a, good enough to keep it close, but I don't think it's going to be, basically. So I'm saying I don't think they can keep with anything. Very yeah. confusing, but I understand. Okay, I'm picking up now. All Thank right. you for going more in depth on you're, that. You're so me and the listeners appreciate that. I appreciate them. Krob, what do we think? I don't know what to think when I think of this game. I don't understand why you guys think this is going to be such a high scoring. He was game. high on Arkansas last week too. First big Arkansas guy. First of all, do we even know who the hell's playing quarterback for the Bulldogs this week? And JT Daniels was hurt again. I did see a video of JT Daniels out at a bar last Saturday night. Mm. So I mean, yeah, he only threw ten pass against monster. Vanderbilt. Yeah, now, did he get did he get hurt? I don't know. I no, paid they, zero attention. No, they sat him just because they were like, well, I, say, I think he got Vanderbilt. to throw ten passes. That was like a yeah. yeah. No. Well, so <laughs> the let's, fact he played like yeah. it's it. I'm have an article in front of me that says he's dealing with a a lat injury ahead of this game, and obviously if he can go, he's gonna go because you don't want Stetson Bennett to come out there. Now, granted, great name by the way, Stetson name. Bennett been pretty good he's thrown 23 passes all year he has six touchdowns he had five against uab but that's uab oh, also yeah. threw First a pick against name. vandy but these are two teams that have very good defenses arkansas gave texas a&m problems last week now granted texas a&m's offense i don't think is as good as georgia's offense but i still think that this game is going to be a very time of possession game it's going to be which offense can control the ball long enough arkansas obviously can control the ball with their run game Georgia doesn't go for huge plays. They try to be slow and methodical with their offense, give their defense some breath, because when that defense comes out there, you know damn well they're getting a stop. I do think Georgia's going to win this game. I think it's just going to be too tough for Arkansas. Arkansas also has an absolute gauntlet of games. They follow up with Ole Miss and Auburn in the next two. That's the SEC for you. But I do think Georgia ends up winning this game. I think it'll never be sort of in doubt but i don't think the score is going to be such a wide margin you think it's going to be a closer game like 21 24 28 points and i think it'll be a closer game to the tune of like 62 to zero like (laughs) they're gonna squeeze one out Uh, 62 zero i i like georgia to score anywhere from 17 to 24 points i can definitely see them hitting 24 i like arkansas to probably have i could see being like 24 17 or 27 17 close enough that the score looks as if it but really not too close that Georgia was ever really in doubt. Okay. Tim? JT Daniels, I'd, as someone else, I'd love to play for the Steelers next year. Wow. But I wouldn't hate it if I was a Steelers fan. Yeah. But, Anything's better than Big Ben. I mean, yeah, what is worse than Big Ben <laughs> right now? But let's not get off topic, Tim. But I think that I like the Georgia offense a lot. I think that they're they're not going to like really go for a bunch of super long plays or anything like that. They're going to get chunk plays, six, seven yards, drive it down the field and score. Arkansas, I still obviously last week was a huge game, statement game for them. Really don't know what they are going to bring to the table against this Georgia defense. Like Georgia rush defense is really good. They're giving them five points a game all year. I don't see that either team scoring that much. 
I'm gonna get. I'm gonna agree with Crab here. I think it's gonna be like a. 27-14. So you like it within 18 and a half too. Okay. Yeah, this real one, realistically, I just don't see either team eclipsing 30 points. Yeah, so this one's definitely gonna be interesting. Wes's game of the week. It's gonna be a fun one to watch. Before we get to the bench press podcast official game of the week, let's touch on Is one. That a new before. segment? I just want to know. Uh, no, but cool. it's gotta be just because of our last game. We gotta touch on one more top twenty-five matchup here. Crop pointed out to me, I didn't even know these two teams were playing. Kind of two not irrelevant teams, but two teams that haven't had great seasons well, in a while. Two teams that, with how the Big 12 is going, have legitimate chances the winner of this game to win the Big 12. And if they go undefeated, we've got to think that gets them into the college football playoff. It it's gets ba- them in contention. It's for Baylor sure. versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State coming off a big upset win against Kansas State. Granted, at home, but Kansas oh. State was ranked last week. Oklahoma State was not. Oklahoma State also at home this week against Baylor. Baylor also coming off a big upset win, I believe, at home against Iowa State. Mm-hmm. 31-29. Yeah. Old Waco. First so, te- real test of the year for Baylor so was that game. This is going to be interesting. Baylor hasn't been anything since Art Bryles left. Tons of scandals surrounding that program. Obviously, some stuff that the Bench Press podcast does not condemn at all. Mm-mm. Is that the right word there? Condemn? Condemn. No, you, condemn. you have to say condone. We, it's condone. Yeah, condone. We do, we yeah, we con- do condemn but yes, we the don't, actions. We the, don't condone, but we do condemn. Yeah, yes. we condemn I mean, the poor actions of the Baylor program in the past. We do not condone the actions that they carried out. I just got to remember Dome because I love Dome so much that Mm. I'll remember. (laughs) Edit that out, Tim. (laughs) No, but the one interesting thing for me here, Baylor, like I said with Arkansas, also just, I mean, they're going to put it all on the line this game, but then they got to turn around. They get, Grant, they go go back to Waco, but they got West Virginia next, which gave Oklahoma a game last week, followed by BYU as well. BYU Ranked number thirteen in the country, and that's a team moving into the Big Twelve in the in, in the, the future. Near, yeah, future. Yep. So, gonna be interesting. I'm gonna roll with Baylor. I think they're the hotter team right now, especially getting a win against Iowa State. Even though Iowa State hasn't looked great, no, Brock Purdy's looked awful. I'm still gonna go Baylor. And forty-seven and a half in a Big Twelve game is damn, damn low. I'm gonna go Baylor thirty-one twenty-one. Brees Hall doesn't it kind of remind you of Bryce Love? He should have gone pro. Should have gone pro. And back. obviously Bryce Love, it was an injury thing, but even when he was playing, was nowhere near as productive he was his junior season. Seems kind of like that again, where he was going to be a first-round pick probably. Could have, in, in the backhand for the first round, could have gone a, like right around where Najee Harris went. And now he's back, and he's just not performing well, and his stock is going to plummet because of it. Exactly. So, Wes, who do we like in this one? I like Baylor. I think they are the hotter team. Abram Smith on the ground. I mean, Good running back for Baylor. Going to make big plays. I take Baylor. I mean, you said high scoring. I think it's going to be really high scoring. Baylor, 38. Uh, OK State, 27. 38. I think it's a good game. Cool. I'm going to divert from you guys here. Go with it. Uh, I like the Cowboys here. I mean. Of course, you and your Cowboys. Stillwater is a hard place to play. I think we're underrating that. Like I said here, Baylor really got their first test with Iowa State last week. Oklahoma State been tested already i mean they've played tulsa who gave ohio state problems they went to boise squeaked out a win there and then last week obviously defeated kansas state i like sort of the experience and the adversity that oklahoma state's already faced the fact they're playing in stillwater night game i like them to squeak one out i'm gonna say to the tune of that's big 12 31 28 you know 
it'll be a big game and it'll definitely set the tone for a potential Oklahoma State Oklahoma barn burner later in the year. Gonna be a great rivalry yeah. game. And it's then, always a fun game to watch. Always. And Tim, then uh, oh, go ahead, Crab, finish off. Sorry. I don't know. I just this game could go either way, though. I like Oklahoma State. I'm just I'm kind of excited to watch this one. I didn't even really take this mm-hmm. into account until I looked at. the I schedule. feel bad because there's so many other great games this week that yeah. this one would have been a great game. Maybe last week. This would have been done. a good game day game if yeah. there obviously wasn't those good SEC games. Tim, I'm a fan of the Pokes this weekend. I think Oklahoma State is going to get a big win. Makes me feel good about my Baylor. I yeah, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of Oklahoma Fate State. Tim. Maybe he's o- back I, though. Hey, Oklahoma State, forty-five. Baylor, thirty-one. Okay, real quick. All, All right. right, there's a game I'm very confused about. I'm just like scrolling through the slate here. That means Wes has some egregious stat for it. No, I'm just very confused. Michigan, right? At Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin sucks. Let's Wisconsin's all just favored by two points. Wisconsin sucks. I don't know. I don't. That's confusing. I'd also to like me. to talk about two games very quickly. And when I say very quickly, I, I think these are two potential upset alerts. Boston College at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Boston College is four and zero. Clemson has not shown me a lick of football that i feel confident about I'm i wouldn't be surprised if the eagles jalen gill shout out westville product come on and then oklahoma going to kansas state kansas state's coming off a loss last week could potentially be uh getting old skylar thompson fully healthy for this game oklahoma also not shown anything inspiring almost lost to west virginia last week led for zero seconds i would not be surprised if they dropped that Oklahoma's game Oklahoma's bound to lose one and here's my upset pick of the week. Here we go. Indiana goes into Penn State and wins. Indiana, oh, stop it. That would be horrible for Wes's hypothetical bank account. Stop In, it. Indiana absolutely needs a statement win. I like Indiana. The Hoosiers They're beating dead. the old Nittany Lions. They're, Indian's dead. Okay, so let's go to our Bench Press Podcast game of the week. <laughs> We've got Cincinnati going to Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Biggest game of the season for both of these two teams. Really, really, really would help them out getting into the college football playoff because they are both not in Power 5 conferences. This one's one, not even in a conference. Yeah, this one kind of just to me feels like almost like a conference championship vibe in the middle of the season. Well, yeah. It almost has those implications. Realistically to me, whoever wins this game, barring an absolute collapse. An upset coming later in the year. Yep. Goes undefeated and has a pretty damn good resume for the college football playoff Mm -hmm. as that four seed cincinnati opening up as one and a half point favorites on the road man i I, i'm gonna be rooting for the bearcats i have to be james great interview great guy great friend of the show but something about playing touchdown jesus notre dame stadium god about it man something about notre dame's defense looked too good to go against last week Fuck. Well, keep in mind. I'm going to go against them. I, I think care. there's a pretty fuck. damn good parody between Desmond Ritter and Graham Mertz. There is, but fuck. I'm I'm so sorry, James. And I'm even more sorry to Betsy Camden. What a great woman. She totally sent me some love about the show. I, she said she really enjoyed it. She's not going to enjoy what I'm about to do right here. I've got Notre Dame 35. I've got UC 30. Okay, we'll squeak by it wow. here. I'm going to go right back to Cincinnati because I do think Cincinnati wins this game. I like the dynamic of the uh, Notre Dame pass game with old Pinecone. I think that's an interesting dynamic they got going over there. Uh, but There's no way you knew that those were the two names before I brought it up last time. Oh, there episode. was no chance. But now that you know it's, it's so I, electric. I thought I did, but I didn't. It was so electric, though. Pinecone, that's awesome. Anyways, Cincinnati, they're going to find a way to win this game. This game, 
outside of the uh, was it Indiana game? Outside of the Indiana game, this is in my eyes. I feel like could be their season. If they win this game. That's not even egregious take. We all know it's their season. Saying, right here. I'm saying like, we've said it but every I'm time like, we talk about since. But I'm saying football. this is game four. There's this is game four. Like this oh, is their whole God. season. Yeah, though. Yes, they, but, if they win this game, I honestly believe they're a top four team. Like finally a top four team. And the interesting part about this is James in our interview said that UC didn't even start game planning for Notre Dame until Sunday. Sunday I don't which think I found it. I found interesting. I don't think that's super interesting. Like he obviously elaborated on after saying that it's good to keep a schedule. Right, that's their off week, just to stay physically fit, get some rest, but not get your mind to that Notre Dame game until you need to. If you give yourself too much time to worry about it, it could be just as big of a detriment to you as it potentially could be a positive. I think it was smart by Coach Fickle and the boys, and I can't wait to watch this game. So, Wes, you said you're going with the Bearcats. Give me a score. Uh, I am. I like the Bearcats 34, Notre Dame 27. I think it's a close game, but I like the Bearcats. Okay. Krob? And before, actually, before we go to Krob's prediction, I'm just going to ask a question to the three of us. We've talked about how a ton of teams, I think seven's the number, are getting bye weeks before they play Notre Dame. Obviously, some would look at that as an advantage, okay? But would you rather have a bye week before your biggest game of the season, or would you rather have just beaten another ranked opponent by 30-plus points the weekend before to have momentum going into that game? Because I would almost argue I would have rather taken what Notre Dame did last week and beat the shit out of Wisconsin to come into this game against Cincinnati. You'd say I, the same I as? 100% would take that win over a ranked team. That's just confidence going into a game. A bye week mm-hmm. is almost the same way. You're gaining confidence, but when you beat someone huge, that's way more Momentum. confidence. Yeah. Yep. Krav, I would think? rather have a bye week or play a team like, give me a bad football team. I'd rather, play like, State. I'd rather play like Akron. Oh, yeah. I'd rather play like oh, Akron University, or the Ohio Bat- University Bobcats before a game like this. There's too much if Notre Dame didn't have that game last week, right? Say that game against Wisconsin didn't happen. They both had a bye week, and now they're coming in. What's the story in this game? UC has all the momentum. Exactly. Notre Dame having this momentum and having this built-up hype behind them gives them a huge letdown spot in a big-time game. And obviously, Cincinnati has the same opportunity for a letdown spot because, like Wes said, this is their season on the line, right? I would just, I don't know. It's an it's. They beat Wisconsin by 30, and they beat Wisconsin handily. But until that fourth quarter happened, the game was still up in the air. Oh, 100% the it was. The deciding factor was the Notre Dame defense, special teams, and a guy named Graham Mertz, who has a pretty sick logo but pretty awful football skills. Like I said, Desmond Ritter, he's just he's different than Graham Mertz. He's a whole different animal. So you're taking the Bearcats on this? Shout out James Camden. Shout out my boys, Griffin T-Bone. Clifton's going to be rocking this weekend. I think the Bearcats are going to win. Give me Cincinnati, 38, Notre Dame, 35. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be a hell of a game. But I think Cincinnati pulls it out. Tim? I think this game means a lot more to Cincinnati than it does to Notre Dame. Because Because you're still under the impression that Notre Dame can get in with a loss to Cincinnati. Yes, I am. Because they play a tough schedule down the stretch. This is not probably going to be Cincinnati's last ranked game unless Mm -hmm. SMU... SMU in. could definitely be ranked by that yeah, point. But Tanner it's Mordecai not, is yeah, a it's not going to be the same thing at all compared to playing multiple ranked teams down the stretch like Notre Dame can. And I think that the Notre Dame defense is, a, is so good. Kyle Hamilton might be the best individual player in the country. Mm-hmm. I think pl- he is. He like, and he's a free safety, and he's doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry, James, but I got to 
roll with the Fighting Irish. I do. I think Fighting Irish are just they just have it. It's in South Bend. Shout out Jack Lambert. I'm gonna go Notre Dame, 31, UC, 28. So real, we've we've all got it close. Yeah, real quick oh. before you do that, when Cincinnati played Indiana, was Indiana ranked when they played them at Indiana? No, no, Indiana has no. not been ranked since week one. Mm-hmm. Tim, okay. I have a question for you, awesome. not to cut you off. I have an answer. Just but a, to, it's but literally to completely cut you it's off. It's the quickest question. I just <laughs> want to I just want to find this out. I don't see a single game on the rest of Notre Dame's schedule that would be a ranked team. There's no chance in hell North Carolina becomes ranked again. Did they play BC. They played Virginia Tech, USC, UNC, Navy, Virginia, Georgia Tech, Stanford. I just don't I, see any of those. I teams could definitely see ranked. Georgia Tech getting Maybe. ranked. I could definitely yeah. see Stanford getting ranked. And I could definitely Stanford, see USC getting ranked. Well, Stanford's going to get their second loss this week to Oregon. What if they, if they beat Oregon, all of a sudden they're well, yeah. But there's they, a lot of things. Let's they, not focus they, yes, too much. But they, on they, this could they, happen. But realistically, that's I just a, don't see what, any ranked, ranked or not. Teams. That's a good schedule for yeah. it. Is yeah. I'm just saying those are all teams who have opportunities to he, become ranked. He specifically mentioned playing potentially some ranked teams. I understand the potential. I was just let's get back to West because we so rudely cut him off. Real quick, back to my point. Okay, so Tim, not to cut West off. Yep. yep. <laughs> it just seemed like when Cincinnati played against Indiana, they almost came out like nervous and like they weren't coming out fast. They didn't they didn't have any energy. I wonder if that's me the same thing because now this is a ranked game. This is a bigger opponent. It looked like Ritter was like off his game to start. I wonder if that changes or if it's the same way. I would consider both teams to be second half teams, so it's definitely yeah. gonna be interesting. This is definitely our game of the week. I feel so bad going against the Bearcats, but but yeah, home field. Hey, the two guys from UC go for UC, so home field advantage. Okay, let's get over to the NFL. Not a great slate this week. There are a couple games where I'm looking at it and I'm like, wowzers, do I not give a fuck? Great four o'clock slate. Not one of so those much games. One, one of those games I look at where I say, wowzers, do I not give a fuck? F-U-C-C. Hmm. The Washington football team on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, damn. That's not where I thought you were going. With. Who the fuck cares about that one? Um, There's another one. Don't worry. Washington sure do. football team fans. Of course. Literally Chase no Young one cares. Fans. I don't care. I care. I'd like to see Taylor Heineke and the boys get out there and get like a to Make it competitive for the Cowboys. I don't want the Cowboys to run away with the division. I like Why? Heine- Why would you not want your team yeah, to run away what? with the division? That's well, like the worst the Cow- take ever. The Cowboys aren't going to lose games, but I at least want like the second place team to make give me some sort of competition. Okay, so I would not. Want I don't that want at it all. to be like the AFC <laughs> East, where the second place team is seven and ten. Okay, at the end of we'll, the year. that's we'll not likely. Okay, regardless, I like the football team in this. I like them by a touchdown. It's going to be low scoring though. I like the football team twenty four, Falcons seventeen. Atlanta's won six straight versus Washington. I like Washington to right the ship. I think Antonio Gibson has to have a big game. He hasn't proven anything yet this year, so I'd like Washington football team as well. I go uh, Washington. 27, Atlanta 13. Two touchdown game, Crop. Washington 31, Atlanta 21. Okay. Not quick. Literally quick, nothing to say about Quick this and game. easy, Tim. The Washington defense is overrated. It is. Oh, but it is God, overrated. is that Falcons offense bad? Yeah, they're so bad. I mean, Matt Ryan is skinny Big Ben out there, honestly. Um, <laughs> skinny Ben, Big Ben. Remember when you big said ben, he was thin Ben? Big, Big Ben, he if he jerked off, is Matt Ryan. Yeah, remember that exactly. bold yeah. take. Uh-huh. Remember that bold take. Of well, let's not disparage Matt Ryan's name. Uh, and we don't I, know what he does yeah, in his free but time. Give me the football team in this one. Still, some. I mean, Taylor Heineke and Antonio Gibson are much better. Much better than <laughs> what the Falcons are bringing with Cordero Patterson. Uh, give me football team twenty-one. Falcons ten. It's gonna be low scoring. Yeah, uh, who like I no like one cares about this game? The ultra major who gives a fuck game of the oh, week. 
Oh. That, that may be a new segment. Ultra Mega Who Gives a Fuck Game of the Week. Could be. Lions against the Bears. Well, Holy uh, schmoly. Who cares hey, Justin Fields might get a win. Justin mm. Fields, I he say might not even every start. fucking <laughs> week. Get Justin Fields off the Nick field. Nick Foles game. It's either Nick Foles or Andy <laughs> Dalton. Because Justin Fields, oh, he doesn't God. deserve that. He doesn't. The Lions are finally going to get their first win of the season. Matt Nagy's going to get fired after this game. <laughs> Lions win. And I don't even really think it's close, even at Soldier Field. Wow. I like the Lions to run away with this one a little bit. I've got Lions 24 to 9. There was a segment this morning on either either first take or get up by Dan Orlovsky when you're talking about Steve. Both shows that aren't as good as ours. Go ahead. And he said he said that Justin Fields needs to demand to be out of Chicago. There's no way. He needs to demand to be off the field. I don't think he needs to get out of Chicago. He needs to demand to be off the field. Anyways, I think the Bears still win this game. I don't think the Lions are good. I really don't. Uh, I think they have a lot of fight in them late in games to get back in the games, but I don't think they're good enough to win games. I'd go Bears seventeen, Lions ten. I don't think I don't think either offense is gonna score much. Crab, what about you? You got a puzzled look on your yeah, face. You, are, yeah. you look very puzzled. I'm reading That's a, a great quote word. from Dan Campbell about who's going to start from the Bears. Interesting. He says he thinks Fields is going to play, but it'll be either Dalton or Foles under center. Big Richard Nick Foles cannot like they, wait. Like they did Regardless, I'm going to say it. The Bears are not going to win this game. I, I, yeah, I totally agree. The Lions have played well enough in almost every aspect. Throw the second half of the Packers game out of the way. They've played pretty decently. I would in the say first throughout the first half against the 49ers, second half well, against the Well, defensively, they played bad, but even the offense still played well mm-hmm. enough in that. And their defense isn't anything special. Obviously, I mean, they let the best running back in the league lead a game winning drive against them last week. That's tough. That's one of the best kickers of all time kicks the longest field ever but i mean the bears defense pretty good but when your offense can't do anything the defense is going to be on the field so much they're just going to wear down deandre swift jamal williams have both looked great out of that backfield i just don't see a scenario in which the bears win sorry to say it but uh i'll take the lions 21 to 13 Mm. tim this might be one of the only games of the year where the Lions have the better quarterback Certainly. coming into the game. I mean, I, I, no, big Jer- goof. Big goof, goof time. Yeah, Jared Goof, love him. He's a goof. Big goof but game. He, I mean, I think that the Lions are honestly a much better football team than the Bears. I think the the Bears' offense is not going to be able to do anything. We're not going to be able to move the ball. Give me Detroit 28, Bears 14. It's just not going to be a close game at all. I think it's. I honestly think that 14 points is not even going to show how much dom- more dominant the Lions are going to be than Chicago. I'm much just looking forward team. to Dan Campbell getting a win. Exactly. Man. Much better coach team with the Lions. Let's move on to my lock of the week. Ooh. Shall we? I know what it is. And you want to hear what I say? What? It's also my lock of the week. My lock of the week is Colts money line against the Dawks. That's also my lock of the week. How crazy is that? Oh, fuck. I'm kidding. Come on, baby. I'm kidding. You'll hear my lock of the week later. This is... Not this has nothing to do with me just shitting on Wes for being at all. Oh, it definitely does. It really doesn't. It does not at all. I just don't see any scenario where the Colts start 0-4. Carson Wentz is finally going to get a win, even though it's a Jacoby Brissett revenge game, even though I don't think he really has bad blood in in Indy. But I get that this Dolphins... Or I said Dolphins. Yeah. Wow. That's a great name, too. Dolphins. Dolphins. 
the dolphin the dolphin sucks the dolphins defense is very very good i'm not going to disrespect them but the colts have a very good defense as well a little bit banged up defense little banged up but not as banged up as that miami offense so if i'm looking at a scenario where miami's offense needs to score points to win this game i don't see one so this one's going to be low scoring and i like the colts 17 to 13 over the dolphins that hurts. Go ahead, Crob. You said it was your lock of the week too, Crob. My lock of the week, just so you know, Colts money line. Crob, if I was twenty one. We haven't said that 17, yet. Was it seventeen thirteen? Seventeen thirteen. Yeah, a lot of lot of potential injuries here for uh the Colts. Lots of DNPs uh on Wednesday. Love to hear that. Darius Leonard, DNP, Quentin Nelson, DNP, Quiddy Pay, DNP, Antoine Woods, DNP, Rocky Sin, DNP. That's all all starters. Big time right? starters on the defense. Couple, Only one DNP. Right? Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, Carson Wentz. Yeah. They're and, both playing. Yeah. Uh, only one DNP for the Dolphins, William Fuller, the fifth. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. But he's going he's to play. He I love the only thing, obvious, the only thing going for the Dolphins here is that it's a Jacoby Brissett revenge game. And as a Jacoby Brissett truther, I think he actually won't perform as bad as everyone's saying. I think Charlie Fry, the Dolphins QB coach, he's going to chop up some great play calls for him this week. <laughs> Are they going to work? Probably not. The Colts are 0-3. They haven't looked like an 0-3 team. No, they haven't. Carson Wentz is playing on legs he can barely stand on. They're getting hurt everywhere. They've played the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Titans, right? Who, in my mind, are three teams that firmly have an, the ability to make the playoffs, right? That's a hell of a schedule to start with. I don't think it's high-scoring game at all. Colts, 21 to 17. Let's give it go to ahead, West. Tim, oh, ahead, oh, you want to I want to go last. Oh. I want to finish. Oh, okay. He wants so us can... all to pick against the Dolphins, so then he can yep. finish by picking the Dolphins. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I, I, I'd like... I'm going to give Wes a little assignment here. I want you to give us three logical reasons why the Dolphins are going to win this game when we're done with Tim here. I will. I have Marty in mind. Great. Ahead. Tim, go ahead. I'm going to go with a team that I think probably has the at least the two best players on the football field, which is the Colts. Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner, and then the third best is Quentin Nelson. If all three of those play, those are the three best football players on the field. The Colts, I think, are probably a better coach football team. Frank Reich is a great coach, and I don't think he gets the credit he deserves that much. He came into a situation where Andrew Luck had just retired, and he did great with that team, and he's done great things. Matt Eberflus, great defensive coordinator. I'm going to go with the Colts. I think that Carson Wentz actually plays surprisingly well speaking that he doesn't have legs but i'm gonna go colts 28 dolphins 20 um update on quentin nelson from the mouth of frank reich probably not looking good for quentin this week i'm not ready to rule him out or anything like that he's a quick healer but we are not optimistic about this week this would be the first missed start in quentin nelson's career also from the mouth of frank reich carson's ankles way better way better good so before we get to west I said I wasn't going to hate on this Dolphins defense, and this isn't me hating because Wes will agree with me on this. The reason the Dolphins defense is so great is because they're so great against the pass. Their weakness is against the run. So if the Colts, even without Quentin Nelson, can get Jonathan Taylor going in this game, I don't see a scenario in which they lose. So let's go to Wes. So I'll write off that point. Dolphins need to be able to stop the run. It hurts a lot that our best run stopper, Raekwon Davis, or D-tackle, he's on the IR. That hurts. He's been on the IR for two weeks. Hurts a lot, but I think the Dolphins can stop the run. 
I think Alana Roberts has looked a lot better in the last two weeks than he has in a really long time. So I'm hoping he stays active. Uh, I think Jerome Baker is going to have a big game. He needs to have a big game. I think the Miami secondary is one of the best secondaries in the league. I think Xavier Howard can lock down any receiver you're going to put on him from that Colts offense. I don't think any one of those guys can beat him for any play. Hopefully it's Pittman lock him down. But I think Miami's only chance to win this game is going to be a special teams battle. They need to have a big play on special teams somewhere. I think the Dolphins do pull it out. I just don't know how much the offense is going to be moving the ball at all. I don't like the offense under Jacoby Brissett. It's too many dump downs. He won't stretch the field. The offensive line doesn't give the time to stretch the field. But I think Dolphins can squeak one out late. It sounds like everything you just described is pointing towards a Colts win. That's why I said I think a big special teams play wins it. I'm going to go Miami 21, Colts 17. I think Miami's a big special teams play late, and I think they sneak it out. Man, I've never heard any fan of a team say, I'm confident that a special teams game is going to win this one for us because I'm not confident about our defense stopping the run. I'm not confident about our offense uh, moving the football. But God damn it, am I confident in our special teams on, making a play? I think there's one thing I can I tell think, you about West Mingy. He's going to pick the Dolphins 17 out of 17 fucking games. I think our I think our defense can stop the run. I just think it needs to be more of a focus because the Colts haven't ran the ball well yet. So I think when they do try and force the run on Miami, if Miami can stop that, they can take away any pass game you have. So, All right. Well, let's move on. A team that is one and two, but we talked about it last week kind of in just in private conversations. I believe in way more than their one and two record shows because their quarterback has been playing the best he has in his career. It's the Minnesota Vikings. We talked about it on Tuesday as well. We did. Did we talk about which team we believed yeah. in more? That was Vikings a pri- or the Seahawks. That, that wasn't a private conversation? No, that was a uh, very public that was podcast a, conversation. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So let me retract my statement. We talked about it on Tuesday's episode. Wednesday's, Wednesday's episode. episode. I'm all Wednesday's over the episode. fucking hey, place right now. You know what? It's okay, man. We believe in you. It, let me tell you what actually threw me off. My Apple Watch beeped me and said, you need to stand up. You've been sitting for too long. So let me go ahead and do that. Cap- recap my breath real quick. Krob, take this one away to start. All right, I'll take this away. This is uh, honestly, I, from this one o'clock game, only see three games that I really care about even watching. And honestly, there's only two that I think will be competitive. This is one of those games. Brown's defense was absolutely dominant last week against the Bears. If they can keep that up against the Vikings, this will be Kirk Cousins' first real opportunity to have a bad game, in my opinion. I mean, the Bengals' defense has definitely proven to be the legitimate defense every Bengals fan was hoping in Week 1, but he still played pretty damn well. But then he got the Cardinals and the Seahawks, two defenses who are not great. Now he gets the Browns. It's going to be a big test with that pass rush. Did Evan Clowney's finally deciding he would like to sack the quarterback again? It's going to be in this game, I think, really how well can Kirk Cousins play because the Browns run game is going to make sure that they have a lead. Can Kirk Cousins keep par with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb scoring points for the Browns? If he can, it's going to be a great game. If not, I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns sort of run away with it. I believe in the Vikings. I don't believe in them this week, and it's for two reasons. You just touched on both of them, actually. The Browns run game is going to absolutely dominate in this game. I agree. Absolutely dominate. The second one, you mentioned it, Jadavian Clowney and him finally sacking the quarterback. The reason he's able to is because there's a guy named Miles Garrett beside him. A glitchy guy named Miles Garrett. You've got to focus on Miles Garrett, which leads Jadavian Clowney to have more opportunities. The Vikings offensive line, we said it was better than the Seahawks. Let me tell you, 
the Bengals defensive line dominated. And I do believe even though the Bengals defensive line has played unreal this year, the Browns still have a better complete unit than the Bengals do. So Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney are in for huge games in this one. I like the Browns by 17 in this. I know it's a lot. It pains me to say it, but I like the Browns 27 to 10. Wes? Minnesota's won five out of the last six games versus Cleveland. Stat. Thank you. <laughs> Stat. I think Dalvin needs to play for the Vikings to have any chance in this game. With that being said, I think the Browns can stop Dalvin rather easily with that front seven. I don't know if you can ever stop Dalvin Cook rather easily. I mean, okay. mm-hmm. Rather easily versus stopping any other running back. Or having the Vikings running against any other defense. I think they stop him a little better. I don't know, man. I I want to pick the Vikings because I think they are going to get hot. But I just don't think it's against the Cleveland Browns. I'd go Browns 34, Vikings 21. So you are saying that the Vikings are about to get hot. But if I'm remembering correctly, you believed in the Seahawks more last I week. I still do, yeah. Okay, just checking. Tim? The Browns' defense is too good. It is a lot better than any defense. The I, I, I love the Bengals' defense. I think the Bengals' defense is really good. I still think the Browns' defense is that much better. Yeah. It's the best defense they faced all year. I think Kirk is going to be under pressure a lot. They're not going to be able to run the ball well with Dalvin because they're going to be losing. They're going to be throwing the ball. I expect a big game from either Thielen or Jefferson. You really can't take both of them away. I don't think it matters. Give me Browns, 31. I mean, really, Crob? I pulled pulled far away from the mic. I mean, come on. A cough. Tim, go ahead. Sorry. Browns, 31. Vikings, 24. I think it's still going to be close, but I still think that the they're just not going to be able to get it going early enough where it really matters. Okay. So for this next one, we kind of gave one word answers to describe games last week. I'm going to ask for one number right here, and it's going to be the Texans and the Bills game. I'm going to start with Tim. Tim, how many points did the Bills win by in this one? 17. Crop, how many touchdowns does Josh Allen throw for in this one? Five. Wes, how many touchdowns does Stephon Diggs catch in this one? One. Okay. Can we all agree the Bills are going to absolutely roll? We don't yeah, even need to talk about it. Not even worrying about this game. It'll be fun when it pops ahead. up on red zone and I can see all I the mean, touchdowns. They the score, Bills but. are the hottest team in football ever since getting embarrassed by the Steelers week one. And it's it was embarrassed because they just happened it to It only lose. looks worse and worse. Yeah. As Rookie the quarterbacks are one and four versus Sean McVay. Oh, uh, well, they're playing oh, Sean, Sean McDermott. McDermott. I was Sean about McDermott. to say. Sorry, sorry. Uh, That'd be awkward. The common phrase in Buffalo is nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. What, if what the, is a Buffalo Bill? But, Did we see? <laughs> but what if this week nobody circles the wagons like Davis Mills? I, that neck is big. It, it's it, not going to matter. It's not going to matter. The Bills get are going to two hands full on that thing. Uh, David Culley did. David Culley did. Does someone want to hold Crob down real quick before we start talking about this one? Because the man Don't worry. It. Don't worry. He's elite. Don't worry. He's Defense elite. player of the month. Suck he was. Congr- let's clap it up. Clap it up. Hey, and congrats to you on rookie of the month. Rookie of the month. Yeah, I'm happy about it. Happy about it. Let's go. It's fun when your teams win, isn't it? Panthers on the road against the Cowboys. Dak was emotional in that first game back. And the Cowboys Deservedly looked, so. Cowboys looked great. They, I don't say it much about the Cowboys, but they looked great on Monday night. I like them to keep this momentum going. Before I give my score prediction, I like what we did making West go last. So let's go to Tim for this one first. I, I mean, obviously my prediction was that the Panthers were going to win a playoff game. That was, that was my overreaction. 
doesn't mean they're not going to lose football games during the regular season. I'd be worried, Crab, about what he's about to say. Trust me, I'm terrified. The Cowboys was terrified last week when he was on the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a very good football team. Thank you. Can't deny it. Their defense has been a lot better than expected. With Dan Quinn in there, they have an elite cornerback. It's very, very true. Elite. Very, okay. Leads mm-hmm. league in picks. Okay. V- very elite. Is, yeah. Uh, I think that Sam Darnold's probably going to have a come down to earth game. He's kind of come out out of the gate looking like really good. I think the uh, Cowboys defense going to get after him. I like Cowboys. Twenty eight. Panthers seventeen. Wes. Uh, I'm gonna be the one to do it. I like the Panthers in this game. I think that defense. <laughs> That's purely out of spite. It's not all spite. I think. I think <laughs> First I think, team all spite. Okay, then go ahead, Grub. No, finish. I mean, what? Why? You guys don't want to talk about it anyways. So. Finish. Go ahead, Panthers. I think the Panthers have very good young defense. They've allowed 14 points or fewer in every game they have played this season. I think that's the main reason they have any chance to hold down Dak. I think they can do somewhat of the same thing they've done in the past games. Sam Darnley's have a big game. I think he can. And I'd go Panthers 24, Cowboys 21. You mentioned that the Panthers have held every team they've played yeah, to under 20 points. I was going to say the same thing. You know the three teams they've played against, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jimmy Winston and the mm-hmm. Saints, not great offense at all. Old Zachy Interceptions Wilson. Zachy Wilson and the Jets. Who you called a bust and two Dave, days ago. He is a bust. And Davis Mills and the Texans. Yes. So I'm not ready to call this Panthers defense elite, which is why I haven't given my score prediction yet, but I like the Cowboys big in this one. I've given a lot of teams by big this week. It's not going to change here. Cowboys by 17 points in this one. 38-21 Cowboys. Rob. I mean, I don't mean to shit on everything he just said, but Jimbo Winston, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills. Arguably three of the bottom eight quarterbacks in this league. Dak Prescott, top eight quarterback in this league. I'll go as far to say top five. I would too, but I'm not trying to start a whole nother debate. I don't think that this game's going to be close. Christian McCaffrey being out of this game sucks for the Panthers. Absolutely sucks. The Cowboys have been weirdly good against the run this year. And maybe it's because teams like the Eagles hand the ball off three times against them. Regardless, Sam Darnold plays well against Dallas. I don't think that's going to change. I think Sam Darnold's going to have a pretty good game. I think DJ Moore and Trayvon Diggs going to be a fun battle to watch. I think you can see Robbie Anderson get involved here. And I think the Cowboys win. I'm not sure they win super big, but I definitely think they win comfortably. I'll take the Cowboys... 34-21. 34-21. Pretty close to what I had. Let's just let's just act just tell people why we just paused right let's, there. Let's, let's take... clap it up for old Cedric Granger, friend of the show. What a guy. Kid might be president of the United States, a fellow Ohio University student. I really hope he hasn't listened to any take I've had of the Ravens this year because I'd feel horrible. I mean, great stand-up dude. Just popped in to say hi to us real quick. Consummate Ravens fan. I mean, greatest dude you ever met. Biggest meet greatest Ravens fan you'll ever meet and just absolute 10 out of 10 type of guy yeah so one more time clap it up for Cedric Rangers Cedric Rangers all right we're gonna get moving a little quicker because uh this founding father has to go well and number I one I don't think these as does this one I don't think P-P-time. these three number one o'clock games that we have left here have much to necessarily be we said got, about them. we do have three left there's not much to be said about it. Giants, Saints, Saints are going to roll. Correct. Yeah. I don't. I think that's another game where like it to would, see, it'd be cool nobody if Dan gives could a win. fuck about that game because the Giants are playing 
Yeah, it's the fucking Giants. Who gives a fuck? Jimmy Winston's great. Oh my god. The analytics. The analytics. All the way back. The analytics people certainly don't care about that game because no. analytics don't win football games. No, if so, they do not. Bill Gates will be. Doing I believe in well man analytics. So we're all taking Saints in this one. Jimmy yep. It's unfortunate. This is. I'd like to see Dan Dimes get a damn win under his belt. I mean, the a Giants. The Giants' schedule coming up is a gauntlet. They're not going to win a game for a while. Next one's Titans Jets. Titans Jets, are going to roll. Jets I mean, are 0 4 in games. I mean, falling, Titans shut are... out losses since 2014. <laughs> I don't even think a stat that was needed. Where there. do you find these? Oh, let's be real. Don't the Titans wide receiver one in this game is going to be like Chester Rogers, and they'll I, still well, win I, by three I, touchdowns. I mean, Julio Jones does exist. Didn't and... practice yeah, today. He hasn't, oh, he, he hasn't been practicing this week. Guys, I'm still expecting him to play, but they could be doing kind of like what the he always are does. There's no, there's no way that he that he needs to play this week, and that's the same hamstring injury that forced him to miss games last season. I think it's smart that the Titans hold him out. They're playing the fucking Jets. Derrick Henry might have five million yards this week. Titans are an absolute lock in this one. Everyone agree? That mm. is my best bet of the week. Oh, Titans minus seven. No, no, I, no, his best bets are good. It's his my, normal yeah, bets my that best, are god My best awful. bets, I think I'm four and one in. So, so congrats to Vrabel and the Titans. Seven, seven point spread. You like the Titans' best oh, bet? Hell yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Chief, two one and two teams. Weird to say about the Chiefs. Chiefs on the road in Philly. Let me go ahead and just tell you what my bet of the week was. If I was 21, as if Tim. We say Tim's bet's of the week, but he's not 21, so they don't even I would never play. place a bet. So, my bet of the week is I'm, I'm a big seven-point teaser guy. So, let me talk about these oh, two so games I, right here. Friend. I like the Titans tease down to a pick em. The Titans are not losing that game to the Jets. Not a chance. And I love the Chiefs tease down to a pick em against the Eagles because, let me tell you, the, the Chiefs are not starting one and three. They're winning this game against the Eagles, and the Eagles stink. Mahomes might throw for 800 yards this week. It so, might happen. I would, if I was a gambling man, throw down $100 on the Titans pick em, Chiefs pick em to get them to get us a $77 payout. But that's besides the point. Besides the point. We're all going to agree, like Krob just said, Mahomes may throw for a million passing yards Could this be game. a sneaky good game from CEH as well. The Eagles have not covered the run no, well they have at not. all this Dak year. Dak and Pollard had a great, or not Dak, Zeke, Zeke and Pollard, Pollard had a great Monday night football game. The Chiefs are going to roll in this one. Anyone disagree? No, let's go Chiefs. Let's Absolutely go Chiefs. no disagreement here. Let's get to the good games. There's a lot of 4 o'clock games we could start with, but why don't we start with the best one? The best one to laugh at. Packers against the Steelers. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is a six and a half point spread somehow. How the hell are the Packers at home favored only by six? I mean, like, come on. Did they not fucking watch the Bengals play the Steelers last week? They're probably assuming the Steelers defense get a couple people back this week. I mean, that's fair. Watt's playing, correct? Watt is playing. Joe Hayden is playing. Devin Bush is playing. Stephon Tewitt is not playing still. Uh, Zach Banner might be playing. That could be interesting. He hasn't played yet this year in the right tackle spot. The one thing I'll say, the Packers' defense struggles against running backs, so I expect a big Najee Harris game in this one. Why? I mean, the, the, do you think the Steelers Why? are I mean, <laughs> it's Kenny Clark, man. He's going to fucking eat him alive. But we saw Najee Harris, his most effective yeah, part I mean, of his game has not been running the football this year. Correct. This is yeah, so football. depressing when Tim's just, like, sad about the Steelers. Like, it's depressing. Because well, even I... you, for as bad as the Dolphins look, I mean, you're always positive they about They don't even them. look bad, though. Like, so what you oh, my God. Oh, what the? That... Look bad week two. That's it. Last week, they did not look that bad. Yeah, nothing about a 35 nothing loss. Oh, you well, you I said, said they didn't look bad other than week oh, two. Oh, you said they didn't look bad last week? Other than week two is my exact words. Yeah, they looked like a great football team to me in week three. You're right. Back to the Steelers Back game. QB. Back to the Steelers game. I'm sorry, Tim. It's okay. I, I, here, here is a prop that I like. Pat Fryer moves to score a touchdown. 
Okay. I like it. He's, I getting, a lot, he's getting a lot of red zone targets. Greg, a lot of red zone targets. He's way better than Ebron. Ebron oh, can't way, catch yeah, a football. E- Ebron can't block either. Old, Pat Fryermuth has been a very, very good NFL player. Oh, so Greggy far. Kittle had a great game against this Packers defense last week. So I don't hate that bet either, especially since Pat Fryermuth's touchdown against the Bengals was kind of just like Ben Roethlisberger's best throw of the day, which was a one yard shovel pass. Obviously. Right, so we're a shovel pass offense. I like Packers in this one. I do like them covering six and a half, but it's going to be low score against. I'm almost going to go like a 17 to 6 type of game. Would not shock me at all. I think this, I mean, the Steelers' defense is still the Steelers' defense. I just can't see them stopping Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers for too long. And I, I think the really big game is going to probably come from uh, Aaron Jones through the passing game. I think out of the backfield, he's going to get involved pretty well, pretty well. Him and Rodgers have been on the same page this year. I really, really want the Steelers to win this game. It would make like it would make that validate that Bills win in my eyes and make it seem like last week was somehow just a fluke. Somehow. We talked about how some Steelers defensive players are coming back. Are Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith Schuster playing in this one? Yes. Deontay Johnson was a full participant in practice today. What about Juju? Juju was limited, Let's but he's expected to play. Okay, so that's big for them. Yeah. Maybe the Steelers have a chance. Crob. You know, I like the Packers a lot in this game. I think Aaron Rodgers is a pretty damn good quarterback. He might be all right at football. Come to the Steelers, man, you know, please. Look for Najee Harris to potentially have 10 to 27 targets in this game. <laughs> Somewhere in that range. Uh, look for Big Ben to look like a fat ass. And look for the Packers to win by two touchdowns. Are we looking at Big Ben's fat ass? or No, we're okay. looking at how his fat ass can't move in the pocket. But once again, do you mean his fat ass no. or him as a fat ass? I mean him as a fat ass. Am I a bad viewer if I'm looking at his fat ass? I don't think that makes you a bad viewer. No. Okay. Okay. It's, Just checking. It might be a better viewing than sometimes watching the Steelers. Sometimes it's hard to not. It and might be better to look at that than the Steelers' offense. I'll be honest. Sometimes, man, those tight NFL. I mean, Big Ben. All right, you're getting kick, off track here a little bit. Big Ben's bit. caked up, man. You're getting a little <laughs> off track here, kid. Uh, yeah, Packers by two touchdowns. Okay. Wes. Pittsburgh's won five straight games versus Green Bay. <laughs> I just don't know. That's like the third time he's done that they've won like five out of six, and then he yeah. picks against the stat he just said. I think it's kind of funny. I don't know, man. I think the Packers should win easily in this game, but the Steelers always have a weird win bad or lose bad win somehow miraculously in a game. I think the Packers win by two touchdowns, but who knows with the Steelers' defense anymore. Tim has taken off his headset. He's walking out of the studio. He hates the Steelers. He's had enough. He has, as he should. Poor Tim. Look like I'm taking over as producer right now. I mean, I feel bad for the kid. So let's talk about a game that maybe he doesn't care about. <laughs> Seahawks he maybe 49ers? Not, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not Seahawks 49ers. Let's yeah, touch I don't on think that. he's Russell really Wilson, involved in this game. Russell Wilson's 15-4 and career record versus San Francisco. That's including playoffs. Head says most wins ever versus any other opponent. So he likes playing well against the 49ers. So... And I actually, I, I like that stat because I do agree that the Seahawks are going to win this game. I think the 49ers are a bit of a fluke. Overrated, a little bit. I know this game is in San Fran, in Levi Stadium, but I like the Seahawks. I'm going to take them by six. I'm going to go 30 to 24 Seahawks. God, do I love doing this when you two agree. I'm going to disagree. I think the 49ers are going to win this game. I think they're going to do it comfortably. Brandon Ayuk is back in the offense. Elijah Mitchell back playing this week. The Seahawks can't stop me from running for seven yards per carry. I would not be surprised if Mitchell gets over 100 yards. Jimmy G not asked to do too much. This 49ers defense is still good enough, right, to stop a good off. I mean, they stopped the Packers offense. Oh, was that the door? 
Tim is back in the studio. Welcome Tim Conway back yeah, to the podcast. Tim back in. He's wiping the tears off his face after that Steelers chat. He you feels know, better. Tim, while you were gone, they both picked the Seahawks to I win. I have not picked the Seahawks yet. I have not yet. Okay, yet implies that you will be picking the Seahawks. Maybe. So, uh, you know what? It's a mystery. I'll pick the fucking Seahawks. I mystery. like the Seahawks this I'll week. stand on this mountain by myself. The 49ers are going to win this game at home. The Seahawks are going to fall to 1-3. and three. It's not going to be Russ's fault. He might throw for 800 yards. The you're defense, expecting a lot of big stats this week. The defense yeah. cannot stop anybody, and they specifically can't stop the run. And when they're playing a team that it doesn't matter who's in the backfield, they can run the damn ball. That's tough for the Seahawks. So I think the 49ers just win the game. I think it's more of like a QB, QB type of battle. And as much as Jimmy Garoppolo wins, he finds ways to win. I just don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I'm waiting for that clock to tick when Trey Lance's time becomes the era in San Francisco. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a big game. He needs to have a big game, obviously, because that defense is pretty porous. We'll see what happens. I think Seattle wins this game by right underneath the touchdown. We'll go six points. I don't know. Copycat. Did I copy you? Yeah. I didn't. I okay, I'll go Seahawks win the game by eight. Oh, there you go. I don't know why. It's a cool number. <laughs> not, uh, not a but I think game. The C- I think the Seahawks find a way to win this game. They need a big bounce back after the Vikings game last week. All right, so let's go to – even though it's not Sunday night football, but this, this is the game, game of the week. This is the game Easily. of the week. Cardinals against the Rams. It's in LA. It's you can't go against the Rams. You can't. I don't want to be that guy. Oh my God, you're not. No, the... I was just gonna see. I'm not sure this is game of the week. I don't uh, think it's it gonna is. be that close. It's the two best teams playing each other, right? Oh, he's gonna say Raiders Chargers. No, that's not what I was gonna say. I think genuinely Brady's return, right? That the Cardinals offense has looked really good at sometimes. But they've looked bad at they've also looked bad. Very bad. I would take the Buccaneers offense over the Cardinals offense. As crazy as that may sound, and the Rams absolutely gave that offense fits for the most part, but the Cardinals defense is absolutely porous in the secondary. If you don't think Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Deshaun Jackson, and Van Jefferson and a little mix of Higby are going to have an absolute day, you're wrong. And it's gonna be a good game to watch because it's two good teams. It's three and oh it's definitely two teams that we can be in the playoffs. But the Rams are just they're not going to be challenged. They're that good. They're not going They're to gonna be, be challenged. They're going to be 17-0. That was your overreaction? Yeah, I'm going with the Rams as well. I like the Rams by 10 points here. I want to continue my trend because Crop loved it so much. The Rams have won eight straight games versus Arizona. Stop. Let's make it nine. I like the Rams a lot in this game. I think that defense is very hard to move the ball on, considering Tampa Bay put up, what, 24 on them? That's... I mean that's that's a number as it is right there. So. That is a number. That is true. Yes. Uh, I think that in this game, it's Cardinals red zone offense has been very reliant on Kyler Murray running the football in. It's really hard to do with Aaron Donald on that field. Very hard to do. They are their passing red zone offense really hasn't been great. A lot of their passing touchdowns are coming through long plays to AJ Green, Rondale Moore, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. I still think. The Rams are going to win this game. I think it's actually going to be pretty close. I think the Cardinals do have what it takes to move the football because they are so creative on offense, more so than the Buccaneers are. I think they can get more chunk plays. In the end, though, that DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Ramsey battle is going to be great. Obviously, they don't switch sides, but that's going to be an unreal matchup. I just think Ramsey is going to come out on top, and I think that's probably going to be why the Rams win this game. i got the Rams 31 cards 27 it's gonna be close i think the cards can cover honestly with how good the cardinals have been this year it's it's 
been a fairly quiet season from DeAndre Hopkins so far. And I think that has nothing to do with the way he's been playing, but it has everything to do with how much talent is on that Cardinals offense. Crop. I think it's also been a little bit of injury. He was fantastic week one. I wouldn't say that game was quiet at all. Since then, he's been a little bit banged up, and obviously with how good that receiver room is, he hasn't been asked to do too much. So is I think it's been quiet. Yeah, apparently okay. it really hurts for him to do any sort of crunch maneuver, yeah. like any sort of his body contorting in that way. Yeah, which, so I bet taking a hit can't feel good Exactly. So, like, he's playing because he's obviously healthy enough to play, but when you have Rondale Moore, Christian Kirk, and A.J. Green, and Kyler freaking Murray, I mean, mm-hmm. you can allow him to not be as big of a factor in this offense, which is why the Cardinals are so scary. So Rondale Moore could have a big game? Any one of them could have a big game. Rondale Moore didn't have a big game last week, but A.J. Green did, like— Mm-hmm. It and that, really just depends just too, on matchups. Too many weapons. Yeah. So moving on to Sunday night football, I don't even want to talk about this one long because there's one reason and one reason only this thing. Sunday night, you skipped a game, which I, I think is going to be a really good game. Oh wow, Ravens Broncos. I did skip it. I don't think it's going to be a good game because the Broncos are going to win. The Ravens are overrated. Broncos are going to move to four and oh, There's lots of question marks around the Broncos because their three opponents have been a combined zero and nine to start the season. The Ravens are lucky they are two and one. They're lucky they're not 0-3, to be completely honest. Hey, I agree full-heartedly with you. I just think the game's going to be close, but I do think the Broncos are going to win the game. I'm a believer in this Broncos team, but I'm very excited to just see kind of how that game goes. Have you seen that TikTok trend mm-hmm. with Teddy Bridgewater? Yep. Ooh, I smoke! And then it turns to yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. He's, the, he's so swaggy. Yeah. Teddy Two Gloves is going to, like I said, lead this Broncos team to a victory. I like him by 10 points, 23-13. to 13. I like I used Teddy Bridgewater. Battle of the former Louisville quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Teddy Bridgewater. That's a cool little, I don't know, battle inside the battle. But I like the Ravens win this game. I don't think the Broncos have faced anybody. Their component or their opponents are combined 0 and 9. So I mean that proves to you as is they're not very good. Ooh, so, I smoke. Yeah. And uh It's gonna be stuck in my head all So I'm gonna now. go Ravens by six. I think Lamar's gonna find a way to pull it out late. Timmy. Gimme the Broncos. I think this Broncos defense is unreal. Justin Simmons has looked great. Von Miller. Von is, Miller was is AFC back. Defensive Player of the Month. Correct. He's back, back, he back, back, back. Probably the early favorite for Defensive Player of the Year in the whole NFL because it almost always goes to an edge rusher. I think he's looked the part. He's looked like his normal Hall of Fame self, and I think that he's a big reason. And I don't think the uh, offensive line of the Ravens is really going to be able to hold up him, and also. Uh, Bradley Chubb is he playing this week? He should be playing. He should be back. That's this what week. I saw as well. I mean, both That'll of them. Just free him yeah, up. that and obviously one of them is going to have to get to Lamar and force him into mistakes, and I think they are. And this offense of the Ravens is not anywhere near as good as it has been in the past. They can't move the ball downfield. Hollywood Brown is a bum. I like the Broncos. Let's hope by, he has girlfriends. Yeah, we don't I, know his girl situation in Denver. It's a road game. We yeah, don't like, know. He could have hoes in Denver. And if he does, look for a huge Hollywood game. Yeah, there's nothing quite you like some mile-high hoes, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> what I a th- one-liner from Tim Connolly. <laughs> Tim, good one there. I like Broncos by a field goal. Okay. So the biggest thing I'm looking for in this game, even though I almost skipped it, Ravens secondary is extremely injured. And the Broncos receiving course extremely injured. So it's going to be interesting to see which one can step up more. Like I said, I like the Broncos. Sutton. Looking for a big no fan game. I don't think the uh, old it. Ravens line. It seems like the Ravens almost figured out how to guard a tight end last week, though, because they, they got torched by Waller, torched by Kelsey. Kelsey. 
But then they faced TJ Hawkinson. They well, shut it was him down. more in their scheme of what they decided to do. I'm not sure they're going to scheme against Fant in that way. They very well could. If they don't, I still like a game for Fant. So you Fant. think they schemed against Hawkinson? I definitely do. Because do I. when you think about it, obviously when they played in the first two games, when you're playing the Raiders and the Chiefs, while neither of their receiving cores are outstanding, they have a lot of speed and a lot of skill. The Lions don't have that. They have Khalif Raymond and Quintez Cephas. They're both young, unproven guys. They didn't obviously know. Cephas almost made the catch of his life yeah, Cephas is against the solid. Packers. I very much liked how he's looked. The Broncos are the same way as the Chiefs and the Raiders. They have skill, especially Corlin Sutton and Tim Patrick are deep threats. So mm-hmm. I definitely could see Noah Fant controlling the middle of the field in this game. Chiefs receiver court got a lot better this week. You said the Chiefs? Yeah, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. We haven't even talked about that. Stay off. He's gonna have a great. Weed. He's gonna have a great three Duh. weeks before he's suspended, again, which is unfortunate. Great, great but addition. it is what it is. All right, back to the Sunday night football game. Like I said, I don't think we need to talk about it long because there's only one reason it's a Sunday night football game. Tom Brady's making his return to Foxborough. I'm coming home, and, and will set the all-time passing record. Is going record. to set the all-time passing yards record. Coming home. <laughs> Tell the world. All right, Adele, chill your fucking that's dick. Not Adele. That's not Adele. Not Adele. Oh, sorry, she sang the uh, the um whatever <laughs> song. That I have a <laughs> Wash away. See, that's beautiful. I'm gonna say one word about this game. Brady, Buccaneers by 21. That's 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 that's, that's a couple words, but all right. <laughs> two words. I like, he I likes doing two that. words like, and one number. He likes doing that. Buccaneers I got one word for you. by 21. That's a number. I've said it in numerical, not okay. Okay, that's fine. I also like the Buccaneers in this one by more than a touchdown. Tom Brady's going to roll. The Patriots got absolutely dismantled by Jimmy Winston last week. And I actually think that the Buccaneers' defense is better than the Saints' defense. So Mac Jones is in for a hell, hell, hell of a game. For me, it has nothing to do with what the Patriots did last week. It has everything to do with the fact that the Buccaneers are coming off a loss. Brady's already going to be pissed off that he's come back to New England. He's already going to be pissed off that they lost a game last week. He's going to set the record. He's going to have one hell of a game. I do think the Patriots won't be in as bad of a spot, potentially, as you may think. Could definitely see some big games from guys well, like Jacob. Didn't you Jacob. just say that the Buccaneers are going to win by 21? You're pulling a Wes Minky move no. here. Yeah, the Buccaneers are going to dominate, but I don't think it's going to be like they're shutting the Patriots out. I just think the Buccaneers are just going to score, score, so score, score. Okay. I could definitely see big games from guys like Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, just because the Buccaneers' pass defense hasn't been great this year. Obviously banged up. I don't know if Richard Sherman's going to play this week because he was just signed. Who knows? But I do think the Buccaneers are just going to absolutely score at will. Wes? Big game for McCorkle Jones. He needs to have a big game. The Bucks are going to roll. McCorkle Jones. Mac? Mac Jones? That's his real name. I thought you were talking about some like defensive back. I'm like, who the fuck is McCorkle Jones? Bucks or something. I was like, no, McCorkle Jones. Mac Jones. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to roll, though. They have to roll. This is a get right game. McCorkle's his middle name. Yeah, it's his name, McCorkle Jones. It's his middle name. You okay, said how do you get Mac from? What's his first name? Michael. Ain't nobody calling Michael Mac. Okay, well let's let's just call him Mac Jones. That would make yeah, everything that's a lot what easier. He goes by. Okay. Well, I like McCorkle, so I'm gonna call him McCorkle. Yeah. Anyways, Buccaneers need to have a big game. It's a get right game for them. They lose to the, I think the best team in football, the Rams. A lot of implications for Brady, but he's gonna have a big game as usual. I like the Bucks by ten. This is another one of the games where I, I don't care. I don't like it's it's gonna be a blowout. It's gonna it's on Sunday night football, but it's gonna be a blowout. It's Obviously him. it's it's the He's Brady come home. It doesn't matter. I don't think like it's not that big of a deal, honestly, I don't think. 
He's going to break the passing record. It's going to be cool because Drew Brees will be there That's with, true. N- with NBC. NBC. And I think there. that the Bucks roll. I think Mac Jones probably throws three more picks. And <sighs> it's Rich Sherman playing this week? So I, I don't know. That's why I said that. Over, under five minutes the game gets paused for when Brady... Under. Brady's not that guy. He's Brady not is that guy, not, He doesn't oh. give a fuck about passing yards record. No, he just cares about fucking Super Bowls. Rings. Okay, let's move on. This is an interesting one on Monday Night Football, man. Chargers this is my com- game of the week. Chargers coming off a great win against the Chiefs, and the Raiders are three and zero. But they played who they play last? Just someone fucking terrible last. All game. right, all right. The candy ass. The candy ass Miami okay. Dolphins. That's who they played. Ah, right. uh, so Ra- funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> Raiders are three and zero. Chargers are two and one. Justin Herberts looks great. Derek Carr probably looks better. Two incredibly tough teams. Tough teams. I'm going to go with home field advantage here just because I also think that the Raiders don't have anyone in their secondary to guard Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I'm expecting huge games from both of them. Mike Williams scores another two touchdowns in this game. Lock it in. Mike Williams over one and a half touchdowns. I don't know what the line on that is. I'm not 21 because I don't know, but Mike Williams keeps his scorching red hot season going. I like the Chargers by 10 points. Give me 31-21 Chargers. I like the Chargers in this game. I don't think the Raiders are. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think the Raiders are that good. I think they're good. I don't think they're that good. The Chargers just beat the Chiefs. Chargers look really good. If Max Crosby can't get to Herbert and disrupt him, I think it becomes a struggle for the Raiders to do anything on defense to stop that Chargers offense. But I think that the Chargers need to have a big game. I think Mike Williams, as you said, is gonna have a big game. I think Eckler gets back involved, has a big game. Chargers roll easily. Uh, I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. It's two teams that have good defenses, but defenses that are certainly susceptible to letting up points. I do think the Chargers are going to win. The Raiders have been just in some tough, tough games. I think this is going to be another tough game. Chargers are riding high off that momentum from the Chiefs' win. Herbert is that dude, and I agree with your assessment. I don't think the Raiders have anybody that can guard Keenan and Mike Williams. Give me the Chargers 38-31. Tim? I like the Raiders. Makes me feel good about my Chargers pick. I I, I think that the Raiders offense is going to go crazy this week. I think that Brian Edwards is going to have a big game. I think Waller's going to get back on track and have a really big game. Josh Jacobs coming back for the Raiders is going to be huge. They ha- their run game has been basically non-existent these last couple games. Could set up some play action. Chargers, I, I think— I wouldn't say this, not to cut you off, but Peyton Barber ran for 111 yards against the Dolphins that he last did. week. Really? He did. That he did. 111 yards against the Dolphins last week. Peyton Barber. Very sneaky 100. Yeah, that was very. Yeah, I didn't, would not expect. Yeah, very that. sneaky 100. Well, you know, I didn't expect. Yeah, we he didn't gets five quarters. Pay, so. We didn't pay attention to that game until overtime. Fair That's enough. why. But, yeah. Yeah, but I think that the Raiders moved to four and zero. It's crazy to yeah. think that the Raiders are going to be four and zero. It's crazy to yeah. think that if the Chargers win, both of these teams are three and one. Give me Raiders, twenty-eight, Chargers, twenty-four. Interesting. Man, I'm excited for this weekend. So much well. great football. And like we always say, we record on Thursday. So Tim and I are going to be at this Bengals game tonight. I can't wait to talk about that next week. Tim Conway on the Bengals tonight. So Bengals fans, you know who to blame so if, if you're things listening go to south. This tomorrow morning. And you're pissed off because the Bengals lost to Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. It's because Tim went with the Bengals. Hey, Urban Meyer back in Ohio. I'm excited. It's going to be, be a great game. great game. Great atmosphere. Joe Burrow's first primetime game as a Bengal. 
Guys, like we said earlier in the episode, we can't thank you enough. The energy around Bench Press Media is so great right now. We can't wait to bring you more interviews in the future because let me tell you, they're coming. They are coming. They are coming. They are coming. And we're going to deliver for you guys. So let's go. Are they coming? They're coming. They're coming. All right. I hate how we just ended that. Yeah, that's horrible. Leave a five-star review on Apple. Please subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, anything to help us out. Thank you. Love you guys. Let's cop it up for the fans one more time. Thank you guys. Peace. Cheers.